Good morning, historians of the internet. Welcome back to the Old History Podcast, which is part of uh, the Old History Social Media Project, where I aim to make a more able platform for people to learn history on, rather than going to 500 different websites just to learn a little bit about whatever it is they want to know about. So this podcast is not going to be about Southern history, but more of my own family history. It's kind of interesting, and I didn't know it until my cousin actually made a post about it on Facebook here. <clears throat> so before we dive right in, I want to remind everybody that um, I do have listener support activated. You can support the podcast for about a dollar a month, nothing huge, or you can go to my Patreon and donate there if you want to feel more secure about it. Also, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my good friend Jason uh, over at the Beard Guide and Friends. Go over and visit him for all your beardly needs, all you bearded men out there. So let's dive right in. Okay, so this is from the infamous Ball family, uh, a sept of the Ball family. Uh, came out of Virginia. Uh, not many people know that one of George Washington's uh, trusted advisors was uh, named Moses Ball, uh, Moses Ball Jr. And um, Moses Ball is actually George Washington's cousin through his through George Washington's mother. Her last name was Ball. So just to kind of read off of what my cousin wrote here, credit to him, uh, Mr. Dan Parvin. I'm going to talk about John Wesley Harden. He is believed to hold the gunslinger's record for killing the most men in the shortest period of of time. From the first time he killed in 1868 until he shot his last victim 10 years later, Hardin is known to have murdered more than 40 men. John Wesley Hardin was born May 26, 1853 in Bonham, Texas. His father was uh, James G. Hardin. He was a Methodist preacher, lawyer, and school teacher, and a circuit rider. His mom was um, Elizabeth Hardin. John Wesley Hardin was a cousin. His great-grandparents were William Ball uh, and Nancy Tate, and William Ball's parents were my great-grandparents, uh, Moses Ball Jr. and Mary Hardin. Apologies there. After the Civil War, as most people today know, attempts were made to redress, to address the inequities of slavery, slavery and its political social and economic legacy solved the problems uh, arising from the readmission of the Union to the Union of the 11 states that had seceded. It's called the Reconstruction, uh, as most people know it today. At age 14, John stabbed a schoolmate. At age 15, he shot a black man to death in Polk County. And with the Reconstruction uh, looking for Hardin, uh, he fled to his brother's house, 25 miles north of Sumter, Texas, where, in the fall of 1868, he killed three Union soldiers who sought to arrest him. Within a year, he killed another soldier uh, at Richard Bottom. Christmas Day, 1869, he went to the tiny town of Towash, Texas, seeking some holiday companionship and a good game of cards. Hardin apparently lost his holiday spirit when he argued with a man named John Bradley over a card hand. Confrontation escalated and the men agreed to settle the dispute in a classic street face-off 
um, through such sojourns or walkdowns as they were sometimes showed or sometimes called in the movies. Far less common. Those didn't actually happen as much in, as the movies suggest. They did occur, but mostly among southern gunmen who continued to embrace the ideal of a gentleman's duel. Late in the day, the two men faced each other in a deserted Towash street. Bradley shot at Harden, but missed. Harden uh, killed Bradley with bullets to the head and chest. Now, as a cowboy on the Chisholm Trail in 1871, Harden killed seven more people. Three of those people were in Abilene, Can uh, Abilene Kansas. In Abilene, uh, the town marshal Wild Bill Hickok was unconcerned with uh, prosecuting the murder a murder that had taken place outside of his jurisdiction. To the contrary, he took an almost paternalistic interest in the young gunslinger. Harden was 16 years his junior, and the two men struck up an uneasy friendship. Like many of the early Western lawmen, Wild Bill Hickok had won a formidable reputation by killing, uh, committing several killings of his own. You may have seen something of himself in Harden, believing he was a hot-tempered young man who would eventually grow up to be a very re uh, reasonably useful and law-abiding citizen. For his part, Harden was simply proud to be associated with the celebrated uh, gunfighter. For several weeks, uh, Wild Bill and uh, Harden drank and womanized, but the marshal's faith in the basic decency of this young friend was ultimately undetermined. Undermined, excuse me. During his stay in Abilene, Harden rented a room at the hotel. One night, a stranger in the next room began to snore loudly, and Mr. Harden apparently became so annoyed that he began firing bullets uh, through the wall to quiet him. The first bullet was high, and it merely woke the man, and the second bullet silenced him permanently. Back in Texas, following a run-in with state police back in Gonzales County, Harden got married and settled down and had three children, but he soon resumed his uh, murder spree, killing four more times before surrendering to Cherokee County Sheriff in September 1872. He broke out of jail a couple weeks after. Harden next killed Jack Helm, a former state police captain who led a fight against the anti-reconstructionist forces of Jim Taylor in the Sutton-Taylor feud. Harden had become a supporter of uh, Taylor's form from 1873 to uh, 1874. In May 1874, Harden killed a deputy sheriff in Brown County while visiting the town of Comanche. Fleeing to Florida with his family, Harden was killed, killed, captured by Texas Rangers in Pensacola on July 23, 1877. During that fight, he killed at least one and perhaps as many as five more victims. <clears throat> September 28, 1878, Harden would be sentenced to 25 years for the Brown County deputy's murder. He was pardoned on March 16, 1894, having studied law while in prison, and Harden was admitted to the Texas bar soon after his release. In 1895, Harden went to El Paso to testify for the defense in a murder trial. Following the trial, he stayed and established a law practice. Just when he seemed to finally be going straight, Harden began an affair with one of his married female clients. Her husband found out about it, and 
Harden hired some law officials to go kill him. One of the gunmen, however, Constable John Selman, uh, shot Harden instead. Now, Harden's last words were apparently, four sixes to beat Henry. When killed, Harden was shooting dice with a local furniture dealer, Henry Brown, at the Acme Saloon in El Paso, and ended the life and career of one of Texas' uh, most deadly gunslingers. Now, despite his killing over 30 people, uh, despite his killing of over 30 people, Harden had a reputation as a gentleman among those who knew him, and he always claimed he never killed anyone who didn't need killing. Now, you might have heard of other outlaws and uh, legends that came out after the Civil War, uh, like Jesse James, uh, Cole Younger, Billy the Kid, and the Daltons, just to name a few. So... That's the story of the gentleman killer, John Wesley Harden. Little uh, off track for Southern history here in old history, but uh, it's, it's history nonetheless. Are we, am I right? So I'll leave you guys to you Saturday. I hope everybody has a good weekend and uh, a great spring. See y'all next time.